Hey guys, this is James Childs, producer of The Dave Ramsey Show. Dave and the team are out spending time with their families for Christmas, but we'll be live again soon. In the meantime, we've put together some of the best clips from the show for you to enjoy. You are listening to the best of The Dave Ramsey Show. Merry Christmas. Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Dollar Car Rental Studios, it's the Dave Ramsey Show, where debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage has taken the place of the BMW as the status symbol of choice. I am Dave Ramsey, your host, Rachel Cruz, Ramsey personality, best-selling author. My daughter is my co-host this hour here on the air. We're answering your questions about your life and your money. It's a free call at 888-825-5225. Samantha is in Houston, Texas to kick this hour off. Hi, Samantha. How are you? fine how are you guys great how can we help oh so quick question um i've been listening to you since january and i've been serious since february but i've been serious by myself my husband i've been trying to get him on board and he's just not having it he's not he's not wanting to he's not wanting to budget like the gazelle intensity yeah like me he just wants to kind of budget and I want to 100% budget and be really strict. Um, I don't want to make him feel like I don't honor him as my husband and I don't want to make him feel like I don't want to work as a team. So did you, did you sit down and do a budget together and you ran him off by being strict? I think that may have been what happened. Okay. Give me an example of a category. He thought you were cray cray on, um, eating out. For example, how much did um, you have for eating out? I had maybe 50 bucks because I know he likes to eat out for lunch. He doesn't like to take lunch with him. What's your household income? um, About 6,500 monthly. And how much debt do you guys have? $182,000. On what? Most of it is um, his student loans. That's around one hundred and thirty-three thousand. Um, my car, I own around fifty-five hundred on his car. Uh, both of our credit cards. That's pretty much what all of our debt is outside gotcha. of the house. You got a lot of debt, but you have a pretty good yeah. income. Rachel, what would you do? Well, I'm curious. What does he do? What did he do with that degree? Pardon? What did he do? What? What's he do for a living? Oh, um, he works for the city. He manages a health clinic okay. for the city of Houston. Okay, cool. Yeah, but this is always tough. Getting another spouse on board is a question I feel like we get all the time. And I kind of have like a three-prong approach that I do. So like number one is your why. So sitting down and not, you know, not barking at them about the budget. No, you're not doing this. I want you to do this, all this. Explaining your why. Like, what is your why, Samantha? Is it because you're stressed out? Is it because you're fearful if something happens? You don't know how you guys are going to be financially. Is it because you want to be able to live with the thought of like no payments and the freedom that comes with that? Are you doing it for your kids? Like, like figure out your why. And and his. And sit down and have that conversation though and explain it to him. Like, this is what's going on in me. This is why I want to do it. It's more than just $50 of going out to eat a month. Like, I don't, you know, you probably don't even want that either. Like, but I'm, I want to do these sacrifices in order to get out of debt so that 
X and fill in that blank and have that conversation and get his take as well. So start with like the bigger picture, kind of the more emotional side and then get tactical. So especially for men, I find that if you can do progress, show visual progress, they're more apt to do the plan. So you just saying, hey, we're going to do $50. We're going out to eat. Sorry. Like that's how it's going to be. He's probably, oh, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. But if you say, hey, you only have we if we choose to do this, that's only going to be X amount of months that that this is how our life is going to be. It's not forever. We're not going to do this for 15 years. Maybe it's 15 months or like you do the math and figure out this is how long it will take to get out of debt if we budget like this. And sometimes I'm just seeing that progress. They're like, okay, because there's hope on the other end because he's probably feeling like. You just took all the fun money and now I can't do anything. I can't have fun because you just want to get out of debt and it just sounds miserable. But showing the progress, I think, is is huge. And then lastly, Samantha, I would say, if those don't work, bring in a third party. So whether that's one of our books, maybe that's the podcast, maybe it's a marriage counselor. Like, I don't know what it is, but bringing in that third party for you guys, I think, can be extremely, extremely helpful. Yeah. So, Samantha, do you all have children? Yes, we have two children, 16 and 10. Okay, let me give you an illustration that's not going to happen, but it but it gets your attention emotionally, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, right now, it's like his mommy is saying he can't have money to go out to eat. You're not being his wife, you're being his mommy. That's how this conversation okay. feels. He doesn't want that, and you don't want to be that, okay? Yeah. If instead you did what Rachel's talking about and you both had a really big reason, then he would be on board to make the decision with you. And, you know, the example I'm going to use is not going to happen. But if one of your children were ill and you had to save $20,000 really, really fast to save their life, he wouldn't be bitching about going out to eat. Yeah. Because you'd have a big enough why. He doesn't have a big mm-hmm. enough why, and so he's not willing to sacrifice the now for the later because he doesn't believe the later. It's not worth yeah. it. It's not worth it. And so that turns you into the nagging wife or the mommy and turns him into the little boy or the husband whose wife is listening to some crazy butt guy on the radio and messed her up, <laughs> right? And I turn, turn yeah. me into a cuss word, right? And so, <laughs> yes. um, yeah, so I, I think you guys back up and if you get it, if you go, if you start talking about what Hogan says to dream in high definition, dream in HD and quit talking about $50 going out to dinner, the $50 going out to dinner will solve itself when you both have a big enough reason to do this. And by the way, you do. If, you, if you're looking at this and you have $182,000 worth of debt and it doesn't scare the crap out of you. You're not really dialed in, which translation, he ain't dialed in. This should scare mm-hmm. him enough to go as a man, as a husband, as a, as a person, I don't want this thing hanging over my head. And it's yeah. like, an, oh, he should have an oh crap moment, you know, but he hasn't yet. He hasn't yet. And when he does, it'll change everything so i think you back up and quit using me as a stick to beat him quit using the budget to try to control him he'll do all this stuff faster than you'll do it once he has a reason as if your child were ill and you had to come up with twenty thousand dollars if you can get that in his head and go if we do this for a short period of time we can save this family's life we can get out of one hundred eighty-two thousand dollars worth of debt because you make a hundred thousand dollars a year you make more than that uh, you're coming home with 6500 you said, right? So, yeah, you're, you're probably making 120 a year. And um, so, you know, you can say, we make too much money to be this broke. 
We're not ever going to be anywhere. We're stuck. Mm-hmm. We got to get out of this. The house is on fire. Run for the door. And you don't have to ask somebody to run for the door when the house is on fire. They run. And so you don't have to ask somebody to save money for their out of their lunch money to save their child's life if their child needs saving. You know, they do it. There's not a human on the planet wouldn't give up their lunch money to save their child. Of course they would. So all that illustrates is not that your child's ill or something like that, but all that illustrates is that if you have a big enough why, everyone is willing to sacrifice to get to it. Good, good question. You're going to do fine. Hold on. I'm going to put the put you guys through uh, Ramsey Plus for a one-year subscription. Put the whole family in Financial Peace University. Get him going through the class with you. It's going to change everything. This is the Dave Ramsey Show. Cooking at home is a surefire way to save money. Sign up for ButcherBox. ButcherBox delivers healthy 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, and heritage-bred pork directly to your door for only $129 a month. That's less than $6 a meal. And shipping is free. Plus, new members get one package of the best-selling Whole30 approved bacon free in every box for the life of your subscription. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com slash Ramsey. ButcherBox.com slash Ramsey. You're listening to the best of the Dave Ramsey Show. We'll be back soon with more live content. Chris Hogan, Ramsey personality, my co-host today here on the Dave Ramsey Show. Open phones at 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. Well, there's been some tough times, obviously. The number 2020 is going to come to mean sucks simultaneously. Um <laughs> It's just, it's just, man, it's amazing out there. A lot of yeah. people hurting. Uh, you could be hurting. You could be jobless right now. You could be broke. You may be struggling to put food on the table. Um, you may be having the best year of your life. I've talked to a few people in business that are booming in the middle of all this mess. And John Maxwell says, change is inevitable. Growth is optional. And if you've said to yourself, I am here, but I will never be in this mess again. Next time something comes at me, I'm going to be ready. I'm going to have my emergency fund. I'm going to be out of debt. Never again. Hmm. If you've had that moment and you want to take the next step to get to where you can sleep easy and join the portion of America that's not freaking out right now, and there is a bunch of us, oddly enough, um, we can show you how. We've launched something new, and it's huge. Something that will change the trajectory of your life. It's called Ramsey Plus. This is the all-access membership that gives you our best money products. You learn with all nine lessons of Financial Peace University and several other curriculum that are in there. You budget with the world's best budgeting app, the premium features of every dollar. It syncs up with everything. It syncs with your your spouse, with your bank, everything. And then you track your progress with the new Baby Steps app. You can do a free trial on Ramsey Plus and get all of that in the free trial. The budgeting, the learning, and the tracking. 
set yourself up so you never again have to face something like this without confidence. So how do you do it? Text, if you want the free trial to Ramsey Plus, text TRIAL to 33789. Text TRIAL to 33789. Kenny is in Odessa, Texas. Hi, Kenny. How are you? Good. Thanks for taking my call today, Dave and Chris. Uh, My question for you today, uh, my girlfriend and I bought a house two years ago. We paid cash for it. She paid three quarters of it. I paid one quarter of it. And we've, we've drawn up paperwork. If we die, if we split up, you know, how the money is divvied to our grown children. And she's recommended that she buy me out my part of it. That way I can put it in an investment account, get it growing on top of my other 401k and investments. But I'm worried, you know, because then my name wouldn't be on the house. I wouldn't be an owner. I would be a tenant. So I was wanting to get your input on that. Hmm. Um. The data that we have from people who build wealth don't do it the way you're doing it. Okay. Um, And so the data that we have from millionaires is they have, um, you know, north of 80% of them. uh, We studied 10,000 millionaires in Chris's book, uh, Everyday Millionaires. North of 80% of them uh, were uh, in lockstep complete shared goals with their spouse we found almost none of them being people living with someone they weren't married to that's the actual data points and so i'm kind of a practical guy in that respect um and so you may want to reconsider your whole model is my point because if you if you were married and you both and you had a big pile of investments and you had a paid-for house you wouldn't be dealing with all this crap. You're spending a lot of your energy running sideways. Mm-hmm. Kenny, I'm That's curious. That's what my question was. Go yes, ahead, sir. Kenny. Uh, she's she's wealthy. I mean, she's she's got plenty of money for retirement. She gets alimony every month. I have a great career. I make six figures. Uh, I've got plenty of my 401k, plenty there. Like I said, we've just bought this house together. This is the only thing we have together. All of our debts are paid off and everything. And that's all we have together. But like I say, she was just wanting to buy me out. Just that way there's no hassle in the end. If something happens to one of us or both of us, you know, cause we travel a lot and stuff. And it's just easier, you know, it's in her will that her child gets Yeah, it's it no hassle at the end of the relationship mind. either. You're just gone. Right. Yeah, right. that's what I'm worried about. Well, and, and it sounds like to me she's not wanting to get married because of the alimony set up. Well, true. We neither one want to get married. We've both been married before, and we, and we like our relationship the way it is. Okay. We've been together almost five years, and like I said, we just moved in two years ago. And so she brought to you the idea of buying you out of this house? I would. Do we it. were just talking about investments and everything, and yeah, she just brought it up. She goes, yeah. hey, would it be easier? Because we're doing our wheels again and stuff like that. It would, it would be cleaner. It would be easier. It would be much cleaner. Oh. Okay. Yeah, and, but there, you don't think there's a problem with my name not being on the house, you know? And it's, it's The problem is you don't live there if, if she don't want you to. Right, and so you don't see that as a real problem, though. That's that's a relationship issue. That's not a financial issue. Right. And if you want to, if you want to own some real estate, you can go buy some real estate elsewhere as rental property, right? But when you don't right. own the home, when you don't have any ownership rights at all to the home you live in, when the owner says leave, you get to leave. Good point. Yeah, so you're a tenant. That's a re- but that's a relationship yeah. issue. You, yeah. you, you know, you right. but you just outlined what your all's model was and how you're approaching this. Um, I'm telling you, there's very few data points that lead that say that leads to prosperity. 
Um, it usually doesn't, as a matter of fact. So um, uh, I'd be a little bit worried she wants to buy you out. Just out of <laughs> Could the blue. Be a telltale Just sign. <laughs> don't, don't spend that money. I want to buy you out. out. <laughs> Hashtag get out no. we're just teasing just you playing. we're just teasing you kenny sort of uh, hang on to the money kenny no i i would do it it would because it would clean up everything it would it would clean up everything <laughs> you're just mean hogan i'm telling you you're mean hit the button you're please. a Come big on. mean I'm man canaan is, is with us in north burlington north carolina hi canaan how are you Good. How are you, Dave? How are you, Chris? <laughs> Better than we deserve, for sure. What's up? Yeah, just got a quick question for you guys. So, uh, last year, my wife uh, worked at a credit union for about 10 months while she was finishing up nursing school, and they started uh, taking some of her income and putting it into their 401k. Well, about the time that they left, there was only about $450 in her 401k, and they said that they they wouldn't allow that to stay in their 401k, so they rolled it over uh, to just one of the bank's investments um, and then charged $50 for the direct rollover fee. So there's $400 <laughs> and they just Grief. These yeah. people are sharks. Yes. Uh, I'm going to help you roll over yeah. your $56 account and charge you $50 to do it. I uh, know, exactly. So my question is, I know with the bills that Congress passed, would it be better for me to just withdraw that i'm in a 12 percent tax bracket would it be better for me to withdraw 400 dollars and pay 48 dollars in taxes or pay another 50 dollar rollover fee to get it in something that's actually going to make a little bit of money uh it doesn't matter oh if you just set fire to it it won't change your life so yeah, that's what i was thinking i'm certainly not leaving it with those characters no so either move it, and I don't know that the, uh, unless they charge you another rollover fee to get it out of there. Um, but I, you know, it's four hundred fifty bucks, man. It doesn't matter. It's not gonna. It's not gonna make your break your life. Um, either way, just so stay but, away from these people moving forward. Yeah. Hey, so what do you learn from this? Banks charge fees. Be watching for them. Yeah. Be watching for him. Aaron is with us. Aaron is in. Whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Come on. Let's get the right button here, Dave. There we go. Aaron's in Nashville. Hi, Aaron. How are you? Wait a minute. No, you're not even there. I'm so, Oh, God, I screwed it up completely. I think I hung up on him then. He's gone. Yeah, well, he'll call back maybe. Call back, Aaron. <laughs> Sorry, Aaron. Tell me I'm the mean one. What? Yeah. No, you're the mean one. I'm the clutch. Yeah, I hit the wrong button. I hit the hang up button. You'd think I'd know how to work this crap by now after 30 years, but I don't. All right. Anyway, Chris Hogan is here to help me get through this other half hour on the Dave Ramsey Show. You wouldn't trade your education for anything. But what about your student loan debt? Well, that's got to go. And Splash Financial can help. Splash Financial helps you save money on your student loans, period. They give you access to the 
best network of lenders and the technology to quickly get the best refinance offers that suit your needs. Take advantage of historically low rates. With Splash Financial's low rate guarantee, you can't go wrong. Sign up today at splashfinancial.com slash Ramsey. listening to the best of the dave ramsey show we'll be back soon with more live content ramsey personality ken coleman is my co-host today here on the dave ramsey show in springfield missouri justin and alice alicia are calling in to do their debt-free scream hey guys how are you hey Hey, dave we're good welcome how much have you paid off oh we paid off fifty one thousand nine hundred and fifty dollars and eighty cents and how long did this take it took us two years and seven months all right. And your range of income during that two years and seven months? Well, we started with 56000 and we ended with 46000 Okay, cool. So uh, what kind of debt was the $52,000? Oh, pretty much a little bit of everything. We had two auto loans. I had an FSA youth loan, and then we had six credit cards. Wow. Okay. So you were kind of normal. Yep, <laughs> just a little bit. How old are you two? I am 26. 24. Awesome. Very cool. So what happened two years and seven months ago that put you on this journey? Oh, great story. Uh, We were actually in Okinawa because that's where I was stationed in 2016. And I'd started a men's Bible study at our church or joined it. And it was the 33 series. And it talked about the man being the financial uh, provider in the marriage. And uh, it talked about being able to give your wife the option not to work outside of the house. And it mentioned you. And at that point in time, I had never even heard of you. And I felt like God was really just speaking to us uh, about something we talked about. So I read your book, The Total Money Makeover. Actually, I listened to it about 30 times on my way. You there? I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're cutting in and out. Okay. So you listened to the book a 30-something times, and then what? Yep. And then um, it just really got me on track to want to provide a better way for my family and change that tree cool so alicia he comes home and he's kind of gone crazy what'd you say oh gosh dave i was i wanted to be normal (laughs) (laughs) i was not the person on board he jokes with me and we listened to your show several times about uh your name being a cuss word in our home Mm -hmm. and that was it he was just hounding me all the time and um at the time, you know, I've done some some self growth there. Um, I was being selfish. You know, I wanted to continue on things. Um, we hadn't had any kiddos yet, and I was going to school. Never had student loans though, and so he talked me out of doing that, which I'm very grateful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I had continued to work, and um, we paid off a bunch. We were actually stationed overseas. Mm-hmm. And then um, we just got back to the States a little over a year ago. And when we got back to the States a year ago, we found out we were pregnant. So, Yay! So it was perfect timing. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And now our little one is 10 months. And we were debt-free when she when, uh, as soon as she was three months old. Yeah. So it's just been a crazy journey. Yes. Very cool. <laughs> Very cool. Fun. Well, what do you tell people the key to getting out of debt is, guys? You did it. Uh, staying current and having the discipline uh, I really, uh no discipline seems pleasant at the time but later on it yields a harvest of righteousness uh that and 
I just I listen to your radio show just about every day. So wow. just hearing everyone else doing the death free scream, it just it really kept me motivated to get to that point. What was the hardest yeah, what was the hardest part of this for y'all? Uh, changing our lifestyle. Um stop going out to eat with my friends at work, uh brown bagging our lunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and saying no to people when it meant to go and spend stuff, which is funny, is actually my coworkers at at my last station. They put on my going away plaque a quote that said, "That's not Dave Ramsey." Or- <laughs> not Dave Ramsey approved. Well, very cool, you guys. Very cool. Well, we've got a copy of Chris Hogan's book for you, Everyday Millionaires. We're very proud of you, heroes. Well done. Thank you for your service. We appreciate that. And uh, Justin and Alicia, 52000 paid off in two years and seven months, making 56 to 46. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three, two, one. We're debt-free! Yeah! <laughs> well done, you guys. Very, very well done. All right, Theodore is with us in Topeka, Kansas. Hi, Theodore. How are you? I'm good, Dave. How are you? Better than I deserve. How can Ken and I help? So this is going to be more of a um, Ken's um, coffee on the back porch type of question. Um, so... I'm a banker, um, and I'm trying to figure out what kind of, you know, what can I do in my career that's less contradicting? Um, you know, I'm, I do loans, home equities, things like that. And I, every time I get a, someone in to sign a loan, I just want to reach across the table and smack them because I'm just like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like, and I just, I feel so unfulfilled and, you know, I just, ugh, just going to work every day, feeling contradicted. Hmm. Yeah. Well, so You've been thinking about this long enough to make this phone call. The question is, have you put any thought into what you would really love to do? Uh, whether or not you think you're qualified for it or not, I just want to know what would you love to do if we could just transition you out of this and you start Monday morning. Guaranteed success. What would you do? I'd love to financially coach people, to be quite honest with you. Uh, not necessarily as an investment advisor, but just walk people through their finances. Yeah, why, um, why is that? Give me the why. I love I love people. I love helping them. You know, I think that um, finances is a big struggle for lots of people. And if I can help them overcome that one little thing, I mean, um, what you guys and your company have done for me is fantastic. And it's not only just changed my financial life, but all aspects of my life. Mm. And if I can do that for someone else, you know, that, that, that fulfills me. And do you love the idea of working for yourself? I do, absolutely. Well, that's Very what, entrepreneurial. Well, that's what that destination involves. And and so, you know, we, we talk to so many people, Dave, on his show, me on my show, that want to be financial coaches. And, you know, uh, this is all about uh, getting to a place where you can actually coach people. Our financial coach master training program, that's where I think you ought to start because, again, you get the double benefit of of learning the coaching process. They know how to do it well. It can make you a better coach. And then they're also going to walk with you and help you grow your business. But you need to understand that this isn't a, I walk out of banking and I hang a shingle and I'm immediately uh, making enough money to sustain myself. How much money you make right now? 
I make 45000 a year. All right, so we've got to come up with a plan that involves either you replacing that $45,000 a year in a job that you can do, you, you have the talent to do it. It may not be the dream job. In fact, it won't be. But it's a day job where there's not this wrestling match with your values every day or... And I'm okay with this one if you can get there. I know Dave's going to speak to this. But can you get to a point in the banking job where you realize, I'm not doing anything illegal and I'm not being unethical. I am pitching a product and providing a product that I personally, I don't I don't like it. I think it's bad. I'm a cash guy. I'm a no-debt guy. But you can stay there long enough to get to the point where you build that financial coaching business and you step into it eventually because you're going to have to build up that financial coaching business just like an entrepreneur one client at a time to where you're making you know close to 45 or if you can get six months of your living expenses in the bank and you believe in yourself then that's an approach but that's what's facing uh you right now and you've got to decide which is the best way to get there yeah all of that makes sense every bit of that i mean it's just hard to you know be a health nut and do marketing for mcdonald's it's very difficult. <laughs> yeah, I get that. <laughs> it's just, it, it is hard. And because um, it, it wasn't incongruent, uh, it didn't feel hypocritical for you when you started, but now you're feeling that way. And um, we right. didn't we didn't tell you to feel that way. You called and said you felt that way. So, um, I mean, I don't shame people for being in, those, in that industry. There are, uh, in quotes, good bankers. I sometimes meet people in a social situation and go, well, you won't like me. I'm a banker. I'm like, I don't hate all bankers uh, at all, not even close. But, uh, but you know, some are more scummy than others, like every other industry. Uh, but obviously, you know, there are people that do a good job and, you know, keep people's best interest in mind, tell someone not to borrow money sometimes. It's just irresponsible. They won't make a loan that they could make. Uh, and you could start doing some of that as long as your uh, firm allows you to exercise judgment in that way. But, um, yeah, I think you're going to make a move to something. And uh, Ken gave you a good map. Listening to the best of the Dave Ramsey Show. We'll be back soon with more live content. Our scripture of the day, James 1 5. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. Benjamin Franklin said, Tell me and I forget. Teach me and I remember. Involve me and I learn. Oh, that's the problem with the education system. There it is, right there. Love it. All summed up. Uh, Darcy's in Richland, Washington. Hi, Darcy. Welcome to the Dave Ramsey Show. Hi. What a pleasure to talk to you guys. You too. What's up? So, um, I just want to start by saying thank you for taking my call, and I love your show. I listen to it almost every day when I go running in the mornings, and I really like the addition of Dr. Deloney to the show. Thank uh, you. It's been great to hear his relationship insight and all those good things. Um, so my question is about paying for school. So within the last year, my husband and I have gotten to baby steps four, five, and six, Good. Um, which has been amazing. 
since, you know, this whole COVID thing, Mm -hmm. I just can't even express how much peace that's given us to only have, you know, our house payment. And uh, it's just been amazing. So um, we decided um, after years of being home and being an at-home mom and working from home as a piano teacher that um, it was time for me to go back to school. So I have enrolled and I'm taking some summer classes and I, I've already paid for the summer and the fall semester, fall semester here coming up. Great. And it should just take me until December of next year. Mm-hmm. So, um, we, so we, I've already cash flowed those semesters and I'm pretty sure with like the bonuses and money that we don't depend on, we'll be able to pay for most of next year. But when it comes to that last semester, I was not sure. And then, um, at that time, is it okay to dip into like our um, emergency fund um, if it's just for a short time and then, you know, we'll be able to put that money back in once I'm finished? Or is, are there other options we should consider to pay for that last semester, like um, pausing retirement? I, would, or I, I might pause retirement. Our 529. Yeah, I might pause retirement. I don't touch the emergency fund for something that's not an emergency. Okay. This is a planned event. It's a purchase. Yeah. And so it's not an emergency by definition. So if you have to pause retirement and you can't cash flow it, I think, though, based on what you're telling me, you're going to cash flow it and and not have to do either. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because I I think you're you're looking at the target. You're looking at the target. You're looking at the target. And you're making adjustments in lifestyle and other things to free up cash between now and that last semester way out there. You're going to get there. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. And Darcy, yeah, how, I, Darcy, how old I are you? Her, I just turned 40. Just turned 40. And I am, like, super excited. So can I tell you, Darcy, this. listen, I want to tell you this, because um, you're going to have a lot of obstacles, and like Dave said, you've got your eye on the target, eye on the target. Um, my mom took her first community college class at 42. She took a second one the next year, a second one the following semester, and kept slowly going, slowly going. She got her bachelor's degree, I had a professor say, hey, you know what, keep going, keep going. And at 57, she graduated with her PhD, and now almost uh, knocking on the door of 70, she's a department chair of some university in a different city, and with a whole other second half of her life, because she took the step and she started one class at a time. So I want to encourage you, you've got this, Darcy, you're going to be able to cash flow it, like Dave said. Yeah, you're make um, it. Believe in yourself and go get them. Way to go. Great story. Tiffany's in Dallas. Hi, Tiffany. Welcome to the Dave Ramsey Show. Hi, how are you? Great. How can we help? Um, so I was calling because I um, I recently got married. Well, not recently. It'll be a year in November. And um, my husband and I, we were, um, well, I thought we were on board to um, follow the, the plan. I actually went through your class um, a couple years ago, and so I was telling my husband about it, and she seemed excited initially, um, but um, I guess maybe after a few months of being married, we uh, we had joint bank accounts, and then he decided he wanted to have separate bank accounts. And in that time when we had the joint bank accounts, um, we did pay off a few of our um, credit cards that we had separately and um, student loans. And so now we, we haven't had that conversation anymore. Why? It was just kind of like, uh, I'm, I'm not sure. It was kind of like an abrupt decision. No. He had the conversation. He just went and did it. Why haven't you said that's not okay? 
Well, I, I did, and um, he just kind of implied that he, he didn't want to have separate, or he just said he didn't want to have separate accounts. He wanted to have separate accounts. Why? Um, well, he said he didn't like the way I was spending money, and when I brought to his attention that, you know, we've paid off student loans, we've paid off credit cards. Wait a minute, and weren't the two of you working together on a budget? No, you weren't. Um, we did a couple times. No, you weren't, because you were spending money, and he didn't like how you were spending money, because you guys didn't have a plan where you were working together. Hey, Tiffany, this doesn't feel like a big deal, but I want you to sound every alarm you have. This is a big deal. The number one cause of divorce in North America today is money fights and money problems. Jesus said your treasure is where your heart is. He just took his treasure and took it away from you and set it over to the side and cut you out. Right. This is dangerous relationship ground. This is stop the presses, get somebody that you trust in your life that can sit down with the both of you. And you'd have this conversation like today good, or tomorrow. A good pastor, good marriage counselor, somebody to walk you guys through this, and you combine your lives for richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health. Unto thee, all my worldly goods I pledge. That's the old fashioned marriage vows that no one says anymore. Because it caught the combining of your lives and the combining of your assets and the combining of your spending decisions causes the combining of your values and forces detailed, in-depth communication. And there's a lot of thrashing around going on at your house where he just jerks stuff away and then you stand there looking like a deer in the headlights going, what happened? Because you were over here overspending or you were spending money and he couldn't control you or some kind of crap is going on here. I don't know what it is, but I smell stink. Mm -hmm. Something's not right. Somebody's heart's not settled a year in, whether it's yours or his or both. But this is a giant red neon flashing light saying danger, danger, and you got to address it soon. And dress it with a good heart. If you come in and say, hey, these two knuckleheads on the radio said that you we're screwed up. We're about to up. get a divorce. Yeah, don't do that. That's Sit. not what we're saying. But we are saying, eye. if you don't fix this when you're 30, it's, you know, 10 years from now, this will have gotten much worse. It's not going to naturally get better. Systems left to themselves deteriorate unless you uh, put pressure on them to polish and to become. And marriage is a system in that regard. So... um We've, I've seen this for 30 years, coaching couples. It's a very, very dangerous sign. So, yeah, you guys need to get on the same page. He is uh, either controlling or he's ultimately disgusted with you or both over the handling of money, and you guys need to get on the same page. So we'll help. You guys sit down with a good marriage counselor, get some coaching before this gets worse. It's not a lightweight thing. And then I'll give you Ramsey Plus, and you guys get in there and go through uh, go through Financial Peace University, get on the every dollar budget together and combine your finances and come into agreement every month before the month begins as to where our spending is going to occur. And you both have a vote. He doesn't have the only vote. And neither do you. And neither do you. This is called marriage. We're going to work together. We're going to compromise for the good of the couple and uh, you've, you surrender yourself. He surrenders himself for the good of the pair. And so what I do when Sharon and I are looking at this, okay, what's good for the two of us? Not what's not what do I want? And mm. I double up, don't double up my fists and have a 
fit like a four-year-old kid on the cereal aisle. It happened yesterday in my house. I said, hey, let's let's start putting some money in savings here instead of put money over here. My wife said, I don't feel comfortable with that. What if we split the difference? And I trust her. She trusts me. And she was wise. And I wasn't being unwise. I just had an idea in my head. Together, we made a good decision. And now we're on the same page moving forward. That's it. Which is how it works. That puts this hour of the Dave Ramsey Show in the books. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember, there's ultimately only one way to financial peace. And that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus. Have a friend or family member that needs a daily dose of Ramsey advice in their life? Let them know about the Ramsey Call of the Day podcast. It's a quick hit of advice about life and money in under 10 minutes. Check out the Ramsey Call of the Day podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, if you've got questions about retirement, investing, or becoming an everyday millionaire, go bigger and broader with my man Chris Hogan on The Chris Hogan Show. I am excited to be able to talk to you all week in and week out. We're going to focus on your calls, and it's going to focus on building wealth, investing, and how to become an everyday millionaire. Subscribe to The Chris Hogan Show wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's James, producer of The Dave Ramsey Show. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services you've heard about during this episode. Thanks for listening.